It seems like no matter how much music you listen to, someone has something they think you need to listen to. And love. This is seldom the case, but we still believe in giving music a try. Well, not always, but most of the time. There's some serious crap out there. Like angels and airwaves. But our goal is to expand your musical collection. By introducing to new and or obscure music, we will challenge or accept the challenge to really listen to an album or soundtrack. And give it a serious chance. Then we're going to report back. On mic. About what we feel about the music. This is one of those episodes. Great. Are we just keeping it to the album or are we going to... I think we're just keeping it to the album. Just okay. keeping it to the album, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can, you can make references to other things, but I mean, you know, we're not discussing music yeah. in general, yeah, 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 you yeah. know, Christmas sure. music in general. Yep. Mm. Mm. I like that. This is a really awkward intro, but I mean, I guess if this cool. is what you consider playful banter, I did start recording right then. Oh, okay. Fantastic. So this Good works now. great. I'd just like to get you in a nice mood when you're talking about music, Barry. You just look so pleased. Mm-hmm. I'm so sorry. And... I mean, really, overall, we're, we're here to talk about music. Because music is, at the heart, really what the Black Door music argument is about, which is what you're listening to today. Right. But, you know, before we start discussing the album, I'd like to ask DJ. I was going to actually do intros here. He oh, sure. Yeah. I'm sorry. Now, now, now you've outed him. No. I well, mean, dang it, Barry. God, I, damn, Barry. I'm Barry, and joining me on this special episode is DJ. And we've, we've been friends for not too long, but... Um, just you know, as someone who is a who's a pretty big Bob Dylan fan, I'd just like to ask you, DJ, if you've actually heard music. <laughs> no comment. <coughs> uh, well, well played. Oh shit, that one on my nose. Also, since he's being a dick, Karsten is here too. That's me. I apparently just snorted some uh, Gatorade. That was neat. You should definitely not try that if you get a chance. It is not as comfortable as one might think. So, yeah. Uh, so, what we're here to talk about today is really we're looking to try to find ways to help expand the musical collection that you keep on that device, whatever that may be. So, whether you're talking vinyl, if you're strictly vinyl, that's cool. You're also not listening to this, and fuck you. And uh, if you're onto that electronic device, what music are you listening to around the holiday season, and how can we help you expand it? So, today we're talking about this Bob Dylan Christmas album, if according to Barry, if you actually want to call it an album or music, it's certainly an album. But <laughs> anal bum covers, Christmas in the Heart from two thousand nine, released on CD. Ooh. If anybody remembers who that is, compact disc, neat. Yes, combination cookie and uh, cocoa dispenser. Mm-hmm. Something nice. I got. So. Do you want to start with some good things about the album, DJ? Yeah, why don't, why don't you start off, Barry? <laughs> no, I think you should start So off. real quick, what they're doing is they're going to actually just talk about the album, and we encourage you to listen to it. And if you haven't heard it before, you could pause and go listen to it. Otherwise, you can listen through what they have to say about it. And I believe they're coming on opposite sides of the ring on this one. And based off of what they tell you, you may choose to throw that into your shuffle, or you may just, you know, steer clear forever. All right. Begin. So I think uh, the goal for this, Barry, is for me to get you to say one good thing about the album, no, even I, if it's something I've got a super list, small. I've got a list of good things about this album. Okay. Okay. Including something which I believe is done at Bob Dylan's judgment. 
So I'm, I'm not coming at this, just trying to rip it apart. I was listening to it uh, over the last couple of weeks with an objective music lover's ear. There's certain things that are really good about this album. So why don't you get us started off? Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off probably... So a couple of years ago was the first time I heard the album. Um, just one of the songs kind of came up, I think, on Spotify playlist or something like that while I was studying for finals. Which, do you remember which song? Probably I'll Be Home for Christmas. Because, mm. you know, like when, when I would study for finals in college, I, like especially in December, I'd like to listen to Christmas music just to get me in the spirit and give me something to look forward to. Sure. So I'm sitting here studying for my finals in college. And all of a sudden, I hear a gravelly voice saying, I'll be home for Christmas. And I'm like, what the hell is that? You know, that's an appropriate response to this album. Yeah, this what, is a, this what is a great sell. Yeah. But what you the see, hell was that? And I got to say, I've, I heard that song, and that's one of my favorite Christmas songs. And that song really sells the meaning of it because it's a song of longing because you're gone. And, and the singer portrays this, you know, bum who's been drugged out and drunk and throwing up in the gutter for years and you really believe that that's who's singing into the microphone i'm sorry go ahead either that or your uh, grandpa who can't sing anymore because he's been smoking a pipe his whole life and he just really wants to come home and see his grandkids but anyways I listen to the song and i'm like what the heck is this and i look up and i'm like oh it's bob dylan it only took me a second to realize that and i'm like what he did a christmas album so then i went on and listened to the whole thing and halfway through probably the next song i started laughing my head off i'm like this is ridiculous what song was that i don't know probably here comes santa claus yes i would have laughed too yeah but i just started laughing my head off but i gave it a chance and i listened to the rest of the album and then i let a week pass and because it's bob dylan i listened to it again and the second time i listened to it i'm like hmm, i think i see something here Fast forward two years, it is one of my favorite Christmas albums, hmm. and it is um, a point of shared joy between my future mother-in-law and myself. You know, I never want to take joy away from people who are enjoying uh, music together. That's bullshit. He, he thrives on that no, shit. No, no, no. I mean, I'll take it down objectively, but if you <laughs> share joy with someone uh, listening to music, that's always encouraged. You know, I... I, I listened to this and straight off first track, you cannot help but to uh, know that he spent good money on his backup musicians. There are some great. Um, he always does. He does, and uh, you know, though he's Whoa. challenging, most musicians say he is very good to work and collaborate with. So, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of good musicians. I was surprised because you know, uh, he's kind of got a history of uh, going against kind of like blues guitar players, but in the Christmas blues, there's actually some really great uh, blues guitar in there, and I thought that was very surprising for Bob Dylan. He's got some great backup singers. Everybody... Surprising for Dylan, the guy who did, uh, have you ever heard, um, 1965, 66 albums? Those are all blues. Right, but he doesn't have any very good blues guitar in it, does he? The band, man. Yeah. You ever hear the band? I'll have to, Robbie I'll Robertson. Have to come, I'll have to come back through and listen to that. But uh, yeah, Barry. There you go. Uh, he's got a great, nice selection of classic uh, Christmas songs, and I I can't remember now. I I know you know uh, he's 
he's Jewish by birth, but I did he, I, I do know he went through a Christian phase. Is he? Do you know at the time if he was recognized as Christian or or was this just a money grab or what? What kind of album are we looking at here? That's a question. Sure. I um, actually did my thesis kind of related to that. He still identifies as Christian, okay, but Jewish by birth. So kind of two in one. I don't really think he subscribes to any specific like belief or doctrine at this point but it's also a man of mystery so it could kind of change by the day so he likes but does not subscribe just to clarify correct nice at least not publicly okay so um let's see what else do i have on my good list um but but before you get to that so dylan talks about this album and he says that like he grew up jewish but in Duluth and then uh, Hibbing, Minnesota. But being in like Hibbing especially, he was like basically in the only Jewish family. Maybe there was another or two growing up. So he was surrounded by Christmas stuff. And he said, even though I was Jewish, like I just always felt the Christmas spirit growing up because that's what I was surrounded with. That's what I knew. And this album was my chance to give back or like record those standards and just kind of give it back as a gift to my fans and stuff sure those are the people who will uh, be uh liking it the uh have yourself a merry little christmas i love the version he does in that because he he does the original um meet you in, meet me in st louis version where uh instead of hang a shining star from the highest bow it's uh what is it? Somehow we'll have to muddle through somehow, which I always love using the original mm-hmm. lyrics of that song because it really, uh, it's already got a sad and sullen feel. So just, uh, you know, not surprising for Dylan because, I mean, he, he knows how to capture that feels for sure. But, uh, you know, he, he, you know, he records that version of the song. So I got to give him respect for that because I, I always love to hear people recording that, um, that version. Let's see here. Um, and then I also like in Hark the Herald's Angels Sing, did you notice he does a kind of an impression of a dog with emphysema all the way through the song? Can you demonstrate? Um, <laughs> it's just really, no, that's not gravelly enough because it, it sounds like he's gargled with some gravel just before, I don't know. I mean, the problem with that song is when you listen to that song, you cannot help but to think of every picture you've ever seen of Dylan and inevitably he's got a cigarette in his mouth. So, uh, and, and that's, you know, my main, you know, obviously for people like you, people who love Dylan, you're, you're going to love it. You're going to keep enjoying anything he put, that comes out, you know, and I don't falter for that. You enjoy it. And, and I'm, I'm not going to tell you what to enjoy or not, but as someone who's not a huge fan of Dylan's singing, love his lyrics, uh, think he's a great songwriter. I don't know if he wrote any song. Did he write uh, uh, Christmas Blues? I don't, I don't know. know. I didn't look that anyway, up. I don't think he wrote any of the songs in this album. So the only thing that I can see that he's lending to this is his worn out, bald tire tread of a tire with the the steel belt sticking out. And you just want to light it on fire because that's the only thing you can think to do with it that'll give it any value. So anyway. you're talking about his iconic voice? No, this about? album. This album mostly. Okay. But it's just, 
It's like listening to a creepy it's so old backhanded. Like, it's it's for like people like you. Just, yep. It's like listening to your creepy old uncle or something. Uh, mm. He's got no range. His voice is completely blown. Unless he's whispering, he can't actually get a tone. Other than that, he's just like I said, you know, like Hark the Herald Angels Sing. He's just kind of a a, a dog that's lost his bark, barking through the entire thing. You know, if I remember right, I think it was on the Christmas song. I could be wrong, or the first Noel. But he holds out a note, and it's on pitch, and it's the longest held-out note, at least I've ever heard on a Dylan recording. Okay, so there's one note. But um, <laughs> must must be Santa. So he can sing. Now, he I, hits. He he's I, on pitch. He just he just adds some character to yeah. it. He's like the road-worn, weary traveler who's coming looking yeah, for a place to stay like for Christmas. He's like the road-worn, weary exactly, traveler that he's been trying to be since he was 17. The, about, think about the original Christmas story. I'm not comparing... Disclaimer, I'm not comparing Bob Dylan to Mary and Joseph at all. No, oh, but I thought you were I'm, talking about Twas the Night Before Christmas. My bad. I no. was pretty sure you were comparing Bob Dylan to Jesus, but I mean, that's just no. you. <laughs> now, there's only part of this but album, some people would call him jesus there's one song that i think is meant like to jesus. be fun but it is a bad fever dream man when i when this came on you just want to peel your skin off and run away must be santa is some sort of weird uh it's a german polka christmas song it's like oktoberfest mixed with christmas all in one it's brilliant <laughs> yeah yeah sure it is have you ever heard a polka sound that good on a Christmas album before? First of all, have you ever heard a polka on a Christmas album before? Yeah. And okay. better, because that's a bad excuse for a polka. <laughs> I guess I'm not a polka expert, so I couldn't say otherwise. Well, the other but thing that's is, the if thing that's about, where you just got to call a shit. But Which one? Honest, what polka song do you know, it, Barry? Oh, what it, polka Christmas song do you know? Here's the right thing. Right now. Name it. Don't Here's just slide past this. You don't get off on this, man. So it's Mr. Polka Expert. Let's hear it. When did you start the uh, arg- entering the argument? Well, I'm just sorry. I just feel like you're beating up. He's I feel a moderator. Like you should... Fine. This... I can't name one right now. Yeah, there, there you go. go. Horse Here's shit. A... There Here's... it is. Here's the thing. If he wanted to do a G- polka... Give him his credit. If, if, if he wanted to do a polka song, he had to do one thing to make it good. You said he pays good musicians. Weird Al Yankovic should have been his accordions. <laughs> I'm not going to disagree he's with the that. polka expert. <laughs> Turning any song into a polka? You goddamn so, right so he is. Saying, because saying... that song is not a polka, but Weird Al can turn any song into a polka that's true he can but i think that's also part of the um, genius of dylan and i mean it's part of being like a superstar musician but just being able to pull in different musical styles and genres and expose people who otherwise wouldn't hear those genres and styles i agree it is the mark of a great and that's what this christmas album does in a lot of ways all right so we're kind of reaching time here i think that the best thing to do is let's just do like a quick one minute if you want to go that long recap Really, why do you think someone should or shouldn't listen to this album? Barry, you go ahead and go first. I think if you are a lifelong Dylan fan, if you love Dylan and you're going to listen to anything, you buy this. Because just like DJ, you'll buy anything he puts out regardless the <laughs> regardless the quality, regardless if Actually, he's I just... Actually, don't buy it because you can download it if, for free on your library website. Okay. So <laughs> you're going to... You're going to get whatever he makes and believe it's gold. If you're someone who really loves Christmas music, give it a listen. But I almost guarantee that you're going to turn to something good. 
because there are some great singers out there. And Dylan maybe could have sang once. I don't believe he can sing anymore. So, retort. The the point of why you should listen to Bob Dylan's Christmas in the Heart is that number one, it's a Christmas album by one of the greatest musicians in pop music history. Uh, number two, he like I said before, he exposes the listener to a lot of different musical styles. Um, the songs. And his arrangement of the songs kind of provide a way um, for you to get a good laugh at Christmas time and to have that joy from the very Here Comes Santa Claus to the second song, Do You Hear What I Hear? All the way to the end. You're laughing. And that's like Christmas is about being, in a lot of ways, just having joy and times of like sorrow and darkness. You and got me there. If, if you want a good laugh at Christmas time, listen to Bob Dylan Christmas in the Heart. You got me there, DJ. I, I did laugh during this, during yeah. the listening to this. Episode. Now, before we started recording, you did say something about a ranking that this album was at. Oh yeah, sorry. That was two other things I have to add. Oh, Number sorry. one, Rolling Stone magazine, uh, which also ranked Sgt. Pepper's Lonely Hearts Club Band as the number one album of all time, uh, ranked this album as number twenty-one on the greatest Christmas albums of all time, Out of ahead how many? of. Ahead of the 25 they ranked, they did like the top 25 and counted down. Weezer's was number 25, so this is four above Weezer's. I haven't heard Weezer's, so can't speak otherwise. Um, and then number two, when Dylan released this album, he said he was going to donate proceeds to Feeding America to help alleviate hunger. Can you confirm that country. he did it? Yes. You can't confirm. Guaranteed. I can find a source right now. I mean, I think we're going to need it. Otherwise, this could all be horseshit. Yeah, I'm kind of... I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so there we have it. This has been a a quick little uh, overview of... What was Bob Dylan Christmas in the heart? With the heart? Christmas in the heart. Christmas getting stabbed in the heart. It's an album that captures the Christmas spirit in many ways. If you've got a Yule log, go ahead and throw this on. Hit that Yule log and give this thing a listen. Uh... Anyways, we just want to appreciate you uh, you just l- tuning in, listening to us here. Uh, this has been the Black Door Music Argument. I'm Karsten. I'm Barry. I'm DJ. Thank you so much. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, Boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, Baby, it's it's cold outside. outside.